Thanks for tuning in to It's a Guy Thing podcast. I'm Mario. I'm Rick. This is Michael, also known as Mike. <laughs> A.K.A. Mike. Mike and Nader. Unceremoniously, A.K.A. A.K.A. Un- oh, okay. Just alter ego. MK47. Yeah. This is pretty much how the rest of the show is going to go, guys. It's just kind of a grab bag. Um, but uh, if you're down with it, then uh, let's get it on. Alright guys, so what's been going on? What's new in, what's new in your world? I've heard, I've, heard, I've heard like that's the most disgusting thing for people to listen to is other people eating We're or good. drinking. That's what you get for listening. Like, Eating punished. Wow. You get all the colors of the rainbow. Wow. So what's the big deal with the M&Ms, by the way? Blue? That's the... I don't know. You don't, do one of y'all know about this whole blue M&M thing? Blue balls? Is that a new no thing? Is saying. that a meme? I have I don't know what that is, but I'm just saying. Apparently, are there any blue M and M's in your bag? There were. <laughs> maybe I'm, maybe, I've got, the, maybe I've got the, the color one. wrong. This is the last one. That looks green. It, it is. is so this is the last one, like the last M and M. Oh, okay. Um, I ate the blue ones. I remember the red ones that used to be a thing. Gotcha. That could also be fake. Maybe, People maybe always said that. But what do you mean that, that it was a thing? They said like the red, the red number six or whatever was give people cancer. That's oh, probably yeah, yeah. along the lines of what I was thinking yeah. about. But this might be a new thing that people are... I'm going to look it up. Keep talking. Anyway, <laughs> so did you guys get your uh, World Cup on? Did you, no. Mm-mm. Did you wear your flag of your favorite country? Um, nope. <clears throat> Today was the uh, the the grand the Super Bowl, the grand finale. Today was the final. Oh, Today was Germany and Argentina going for the World Cup final. Did you get to see any of it? I watched some of it. Um... I think as a sports guy, I try to be pretty much in, engaged or excited about any giant thing or a polarizing event. So I know how big soccer is worldwide. I know it's big in the United States, at least while our country is, is in it. But um, but even then, people in our country don't even care about the U.S. Yeah. I mean, oh the, I mean, and that's, you know, there's some people that are super hardcore about it. I mean, you, if you looked in the stands when the U.S. was playing, there was tons of U.S. people that were that were there yeah. in the stands that flew to Brazil and spent money and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I mean, it's it's pretty cool. And again, I I understand the sport for the most part. I did have to ask a couple of different people some basic rules, like when they're in the group stage, why is it okay for a match to end in a tie? Oh um, yeah. And then they get points for a tie, and they don't get points for a loss, and they get more points for a win. And then when they get into the knockout stage, then it's okay to do penalty kicks and stuff like that. And I love the penalty kicks. That's kind of the thing I wait for to see those those kicks at the end it reminds me of playing the uh, Nick's FIFA game in 94 mm-hmm. at his house. But uh, anyway, more fascinating was the business of, of soccer. A lot of it, I think I've kind of known with uh, David Beckham playing for the LA galaxy. And I think he had like a five year, $250 million contract or something like that a long time ago. And I kind when he of was remember, relevant. Yeah. And I think even ba- even when he signed that, he was kind of already just a name. He was already out of his, his prime. <laughs> so, um, Oh yeah, Rick has knocked out his uh, mic stand for the third time That's nice, man. You look, you look good holding that up. Keep going. So you look like Danzig, actually. <laughs> you got to do the axle dance. This is I a good time to do the asshole. No, dance. but this is this is a good time to have a video video podcast so people can yeah. see why it just happened flailing like this. And Mario further sabotaging me. <laughs> How late were you? 
Were these cords plugged in when I got here? <laughs> hey, I left, I left that whole never thing are. To, ready ahead, to go Mark. for you. You're, why are you cutting on his topic? Go ahead. It's not my topic. I was just curious if y'all watched it since today is the day. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> so there's a player from Portugal, Cristiano Ronaldo, who I guess currently is considered like the top, top dog in, in soccer. Uh, concordantly right now, the NBA free agency market has been a big deal. So... There's been contracts and money floating around all over the place, and uh, you know everyone's been talking about LeBron, where he's going to play, and Carmelo Anthony, and all this stuff. And we're talking about guys signing contracts that are going to pay them anywhere from twenty to twenty-two million per year, blah blah blah, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm looking at this guy Cristiano Ronaldo's 2013 salary information with the uh, club that he plays for. Now he plays for Portugal in his country, but he actually plays for Real Madrid's club team, which I assume is Spain, just from using my logic. That's what I would assume. Right? Okay, I'm going to assume the same thing. I'm going to assume Real Madrid is based in Spain and not in his home city of Portugal, uh, home country of Portugal, but the point is a lot of these great soccer players all play for club teams all over the world that has nothing to do with their country's allegiance. So this guy in 2013, um, he made $49 million as his base salary, another $25 million in endorsements. So in 2013, he cleared $74 million. But here's the part that blows my mind. In American sports, in basketball or football or baseball, if you're a free agent and your contract is expired with your current team, you can move teams and join another team, and that team now pays your salary, and that's it. But in soccer, when... Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo, before he was with Real Madrid, he was playing for Manchester United. Now, I know very, very little about soccer, but I definitely know that name. I know Manchester United. That's a sport. That's a club soccer team I hear the name of, and I know exactly who it is. And uh, I know that they're based in, in England and all that so stuff. Like, like the Dallas Cowboys of... Yeah, right. right. And, like and, and I guess because of Beckham, I know of Man U, and I, because of Beckham, I know of the LA Galaxy, and that's it. If you ask me to name one other United States club team... I couldn't do it. So Ronaldo, when he was playing for Manchester United, Real Madrid decided they wanted this guy to play for them. So they paid that that team. Real Madrid played paid Man U $131.5 million to get the rights to Ronaldo. And so now he's playing for Real Madrid. And so now if a team wants to poach him from Real Madrid, they have to pay them $1 billion. That's to get crazy. this guy. But that's why like, I was kind of mentioning to you earlier. That's like, not the salary. That's yeah. to get him, to acquire him. So that's his rights. That's his rights. To get him from one team to another, they have to pay Real Madrid Real Madrid, $1 billion. Billion dollars. And is that... Uh, is that man. so? Okay, so again, I have less knowledge than you about soccer. So if they were to do that and this gentleman were to go play for them, is that... Is there any way to recoup any of that investment? So, in other words, if he comes over and he sucks or he gets hurt and never plays again, is there insurance? Or is that just like straight up like that's the rights plus you know that's not the part that's like there's no guarantees. There's no as far as I understand, it's just just the right to have him. Yeah, as far as I understand, I don't know. Again, I don't know the business of it besides just these little factoids. But my understanding is this has nothing to do with what the team spending that money gets in return, other than the players' rights. They still got to pay that guy the actual salary he's going to earn and apparently soccer is so incredibly polarizing as a global sport that that money is a drop in the bucket because they get so much back in endorsements and in sponsorships and in crowd participation and you think about that the united states has 
you know, the three majors, which I've talked about before, the three majors being, you know, football, basketball, baseball. Um, you can talk about hockey, but I wouldn't say it's as woo, completely universal as the big three. So we'll just call the United States sports big three those those and leave it at that. In the U.S., I would say hockey and then soccer are kind of like your your next tier. This is just yeah. my complete – this is my opinion. Please feel free to disagree with me. But um, to then see – in the the rest of the in the rest of the world, the only sport of those three that I'm aware of that is currently kind of got a universal global hold is basketball, where mm-hmm. right now you're seeing an influx of talent from countries all over the place, Europe oh, and yeah. China and uh, you know the South American countries as well. So it's currently the most global sport. You don't see American football really taking hold outside of the United States. Mm-hmm. Of course, baseball has its niche countries that bring over you know top talent. You know you see a lot of really phenomenal pitchers come over from Japan. You see a lot of talent come out of, you know, Puerto Rico and a lot of other associated countries, uh, you know, from from different regions. But again, not as global. So my point is soccer is kind of the sport outside of the United States for the rest of the countries. That is the thing. Right. You know. And so when I I hear those numbers, they're they're staggering. But I guess if you kind of put it in perspective, if they're paying it, there must be something sensible behind it. So fascinating just to hear these kind of numbers being thrown around you know that this mm. one guy has that kind of valuation that his salary you've got guys like lebron and carmelo anthony or tony romo and all these you know quote-unquote superstars that command these max salary contracts mm. and stuff like that and they're fighting for negotiations of you know this much million to get the deal done and not and then you got these soccer guys who just eclipse these salaries completely out of the water it's not even close you know, and it's like uh, to to steal from a boiler room when he's like, these guys are macking it hard. You know, <laughs> so, uh, so I have a question about that. Again, this is from a you know person who has no knowledge about soccer. So, how is that viewed in other countries? Because in this country here, right, and you know, we assume the global perspective of the United States is that like we're a privileged country. Everybody here is entitled. Everybody here has you know a lot more luxuries than anyone else in the world. And even here, when a football player, basketball player signs a a ridiculous contract. We as Americans go, Oh my God, that's crazy. He's not worth it. Is is he going to blah, blah, blah. How do countries that support some of these bigger club soccer teams view it when assuming like, say whatever, a country like Greece or somewhere or or some, even like a third (laughs) world country who is in some kind of like financial (laughs) dire straits. Yeah. Like uh, Ghana was one of the teams we played in, in the U S group. And Mm -hmm. I'm assuming, I don't know Ghana's GDP, but I'm assuming they don't have the same economies of scale. The U S does. Right. right? And and, and then we assume that their players are making the, you know, it's the same money. type of money that a player here would be making, right? It's not like right. they're, they're not paying them in pebbles or skittles. Like right. it's the same kind of money. So it's what I'm saying. I wonder how what that perspective it is for them to look at some guy like that who's probably making more money than ninety percent of the people in the entire country. You know what I mean? Like I wonder. I wonder if and this is just me throwing stuff completely out of the air. But let's flip the U.S. model and look at the country side of it. I wonder if people over there in any country, it doesn't matter what country it is. But let's just let's take country X. And let's say some of the population that are that are cheering or even attending games and scraping money to go to the games, um, let's assume that that's a big deal for them. It's a big sacrifice to mm-hmm. to support their their soccer teams or the club teams or whatever it is. 
and rather than begrudge these guys these big contracts, maybe they're sort of rooting for them as like a hero. Like, yeah, he did I can it. Be that. Yeah, he did it. No, I mean, like, even if they can't be that, they're thinking like, good for you, man. Someone here should do that. Someone here should get that. Get yours. Like, we're proud of you. We're rooting for you. Go get it. Go get a swimsuit model and go get eighty million dollars a year. And yeah. you know, we're going to be rooting for you the whole way. We're going to be crazy about you and wear your jersey. And yeah. we can't wait to see you in the World Cup in three years. You know, but in the meantime, we'll go to your club games and cheer you on or mm. however i mean i wonder but, but if that's, that but that's the thing too because a lot of these like superstars i mean they, they, yes in world cup or like international friendly matches they play for their own country but for the most part they're playing for european teams i mean like the premier league is like that's the top tier soccer league like in the world so if you're from ghana or you're from the united states or you're from germany or whatever like you're playing that's the league that you're playing in. so you're not even rep- I mean, you're playing for more than likely a british team or you know, uh, yeah. some European team. You're not even playing for your own country's team. So, I mean, yes, there is still that part where people can go, hey, look, that guy's from my country right. and he's he's playing on this level. But it's still the same thing. It's like you're not, you know, you. I, I just wonder. And I'm, I'm, I'm wondering about that perspective. Yeah, because it, I'm curious, too, because I don't think any one of us three have any kind of expertise. And this would have this, you know, could be some future topic where we have an expert come in and just completely school us on uh, on all of this but mm-hmm. uh you know in the meantime it's just one of those things where when all i'm left with is tv coverage yeah seeing the fans in the stand and reading little factoids about people's salaries and stuff like that and yeah. and the money that goes into the business of it it's fascinating one other thing i'll i'll talk on this topic before we move on is um the 2018 world cup is going to be in russia well in the meantime um, I remember reading a while back, and I, I can't remember the details in my head are kind of skittish, but I remember when Greece hosted the Olympics in whatever year that was, mm-hmm. that they went out of their way to bid for it, and they really wanted it to come to, to Greece. And, of course, is Athens not, like, isn't that sort of the site of, like, the original? The, like, like, the Roman games. Yeah. Right, right. So, so, so kind of putting all that together, it was really a big deal for Greece. If didn't buying or getting the rights to the Olympics and having to spend all the money to build all the facilities, like the stadiums for the different sports and this and that didn't it bankrupt their country or have or have some role in bankrupting that country God. or something like that do you, either of you hear any about that no okay well I, I i could be completely wrong but i thought that that was some part of like their economy suffering and that they've had all these issues with being insolvent as an actual country anyway uh we're Sorry if we're just completely stepping on facts. All of you that are listening can <laughs> wait, just wait, be wait, like, oh, I actually know the exact thing on and, that. And good. if you do, it's you good. can call yeah. us at 210-802-1197 and leave a voicemail, and we'll play it on the air. There you beautiful, go. Beautiful, beautiful. And while we're talking money that we don't know anything about, Ghana's <laughs> GDP in 2012, this is all that the first hit on Google gives me, Okay, it was 40 Point seven one billion dollars. Forty point seven billion. Yeah. So let's say $40 billion. That okay. was their GDP. Now what's the United States? In the same year... 15 trillion for United States. Yeah. Okay. So that puts it in perspective. So that I should put things in perspective. 15 trillion for the United States, 40 billion for Ghana. Okay. So now I think we're kind of talking a little with a little bit more juice behind our, our idea here. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Brazil being the host country, which by the way, sucks to be a Brazil fan. They were <laughs> unceremoniously embarrassed. Yeah. And not only the, uh, game that could have potentially advanced them to the final, but even in that consolation game, both times just completely annihilated the Germany seven to one score. That's I like I said I don't watch a ton of soccer, but I try to jump on the the temporary bandwagons just to you know when it comes to something like this just to engage myself because now that it's over I won't be watching club games I won't be following a specific club yeah. team or anything like that. 
you can't watch the United States play the next games until they start trying to qualify again. So I'll try to keep up with it more. I think I want to try to get a little more educated about it. Mm-hmm. As a basketball guy, foremost, it's kind of hard to get into the sport where one to zero is the big finale yeah. of it. Like, yeah, yeah one, you know, but well, it's like hockey too, but I'm trying to see it. And I think the more I engaged myself and watched a couple of matches, it, I kind of started to get a bigger feel for it. And it was pretty cool. Um, it's going to take a little bit longer for me to really f- say, honestly, Oh, I'm super stoked and a fanatic or anything like that. But I definitely respected it. You know, I got to see a lot of the really fine, finely tuned athleticism and skill required in, in the game. Um, certainly nothing I could ever skillfully go do out in the field and say, guys, let's go kick the soccer ball around. I think I'd just want to try and kick goals one foot away from the goal and watch the net snap. (laughs) But anyway, so Brazil was the host country, and they were asked by FIFA to build eight stadiums for to host all the different games and i didn't know i didn't realize that while the world cup's going on with these 32 countries all these different matches are taking place simultaneously in totally different cities in the country well they went ahead and built 12 instead of eight Mm -hmm. and i think something like two of the 12 at minimum don't have any club team or any team of any kind to occupy them from here on that they're just going to sit there you know these gigantic expenditures so putin just said Vladimir Putin, the Russian president, premier, whatever, um, he said premier. for the 2018 World Cup, they're going to spend 20 billion. He's already put it out there and said we're going to spend the GDP of Ghana. We're going to spend half the GDP of Ghana, 20 billion. What's Russia's GDP? To build our everything, everything yeah. that's going to be encompassing of hosting the World Cup. So the business of sports, sports. that we know very little about mm-hmm. is actually humongous to the rest of the world. Russia's is two trillion. That was in 2012. Two trillion or fifteen trillion, mm-hmm. and yet they have either close to the as many, or if not more, nuclear warheads than us. <laughs> All right. Um, God. You know this, this, and I know it's fascinating. I find it fascinating, but I also find it completely disgusting that this much money <laughs> is being spent on sports when, like, as a country, our education our education system is failing. Our government is failing everything's like like china's surpassing us we don't have a space program anymore like but, but part of that though you have to look at is i mean but go usa no no but the, it, it is this Only stuff is funded by the fans though mario it's well, not I like yeah it, i mean like it's not but yeah but okay it's not the running day so is is the everyday <laughs> is the everyday person do they care about NASA probably not. No. Well, that's why we're no. gonna suck. That's why we're like not gonna move forward. They don't make NASA, NASA jerseys, man. There's no, <laughs> two, you know, like uh, Armstrong number one. If mm. you can't, if you can't sell it and market it and put it on reality TV or in some ridiculous commercial and get people to jump all over it, you're you're not gonna, you know, mm. you're not gonna get the uh, the backing. I mean, that makes sense though. I mean, like you're, that's an interesting point you just brought up. Like like kidding aside, because. You look at like like here in the United States right now, like our quote heroes you see are yeah. like celebrities, right? So right. you like whether it's you know, and it, obviously okay. there's there's a it, you Kardashians. Know. Well, I mean, D- like Dynasty. at the top you have like athletes, right? Actually, it's probably like you know superstar musicians, then like athletes, then actors, actors then you have the the like the fake celebrities, right? Yeah. They're famous for nothing, yeah. but you figure that's like in general like kind of like the spectrum of what we consider today something to aspire to beyond the norm right there's no like sick heroes in that in that sense where you know like i want to be like john f kennedy when i grow up or i want to be like neil armstrong and yes i mean that's it's like you know 
of course, there's, you know, people that are doing wonderful things for the world and people that are sacrificing themselves and, you know, activists and this and that. But again, if you walk up to someone on the street and name them five, ask them to name five of those people, they couldn't probably. And neither could I. But I could name five, you know, rappers off the top of my head. I don't know. I barely listen to rap. You know what I'm saying? So that's a thing. But the point I mean is that, like you said about NASA, where... There was a time when that was something that was like a, an astronaut was a national hero. Yeah. And, yeah. but again, like, you know, to your point, that's not something that's, they're pumping money into that. They're not trying to get kids to be astronauts, you know? No, and they're I, I guess that, And actually, that, you know, that's, I don't know. And I don't know enough about that. But at the same time, I can, I can easily, I can say like, usually when I flip through my Instagram or my Twitter, like a, a big chunk of the tweets or see are from NASA or pictures that are from nasa's instagram feed so there's that i don't know how that applies to someone who's younger than me who's looking for that type of direction to go oh i want to do that i i I don't know how that translates because i guess i'm I'm, i don't get that i you know what i mean but how about we do this instead what what are the top let's just do three per person top three most important jobs that you believe exist in the world important important like like if without these types of three people or this is it, so is this without job. cynicism? Yes, without cynicism. Like, like, if you could instantly say these jobs are the three most important and they should be held that way. Like, for me, teachers. Okay, yeah. The, the people that spend the most chi- time with our kids, aside from us, are teachers. Mm-hmm. They're in charge of developing our kids' ment- mentalities, partially personalities, trying to teach them how to be adults, trying to teach them education, the history of, of how things are. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way to be in the future, and they make like nothing, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, like I'll do my three first. Well, comparatively teachers. to rock stars, right? I, I mean, athletes, like athletes, yes. Yes, music is important to me, but I wouldn't put a musician in the top three. Right. For me, you would have teachers. You would have like I don't even have a good number. You already ran out. I already ran you already out. Already That's ran it. out. Teachers, no teachers, police. And the and the thing about that would be good police, you know, and then you can go into a whole bunch of things that, about and, good and, or bad and that's or why I brought bad. up cynicism because yeah. it's easy to go yeah, like that's true. That's probably true. one of the most influential people or firefight and firefighters. You know, one There's of the most three. influential people in the entire world would you say is the position of the U.S. president? But it's easy to be cynical and, and be well, you know, politicians or you know, blah blah, yeah. and it doesn't matter. And but but it still is. It is the. There is no other like position in the world that's, that has that much influence and that much of a, you know, um, a brand. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, I mean, carry on. Would you say so? Teachers, so teachers firefighters, firefighters, and police. So really, I like, mean, and and because firefighters, aside from fighting fires, of course, their first call for medical uh, issues. You know, somebody's having a heart attack, they call fire first. Their first right. response. Unless it's a private company. Unless it's okay, but right. and and if we were to expand it to five, I would say doctors are pretty damn important, and the military are pretty damn important. Mm-hmm. The soldiers, mm-hmm. but who gets paid more than them? Everybody on the planet gets paid more than them. You know, stockbrokers get paid more than them. And going back to our main point, but, musicians. But, but you and, think about it too, and not not that I'm saying those people shouldn't make livable wages, which most of those people do make very livable wages after they've done that for quite a while right but it yeah again relatively speaking yes they don't make a million dollars a year right do i think they should yes because of all the reasons you mentioned Mm -hmm. but um 
at the same time, like those things, if you look at them, like doctors, teachers, firefighters, police, those are all like, like kind of almost like archetypal occupations that will never go away for the very reason you said yeah. is that they are that in, integral to the basic, you know, churning of society. And unfortunately, part of the reason why those jobs at the same time aren't viewed the way we view even politicians or celebrities or musicians or whatever is because, well, politicians should fit into that is because they're, they're, they're civil service type jobs. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're whole, the whole point of a, a policeman or a firefighter is they're serving the public. Their, their job isn't to make a profit. Their job isn't to yeah, the more lives you save, the more money you make, which is how you run into your yeah. bankers and your stockbrokers, people that their job isn't to make you money. Their job is to make you money to make themselves money. Yeah. Whereas a teacher doesn't necessarily, as far as I know, that's not how it's structured where, you know, for every A you give out, you get a hundred dollar bonus because if that was the case, what would happen? You know? Yeah. So, so that's a thing. It's just, it's just I'm not, and I'm not it's dogging that at all. Yeah. I'm saying that's what you're facing. That that's what that's why you do have people that can go. I mean, look through like just flip through like your explorer thing on like Instagram, mm-hmm. and it, it's kind of changing now because now the way they kind of changed Instagram is where really most of the pictures you see that are random are based off of people that you know. Yeah. So people that I like you, that. Uh, people that you know, you know, will show up on my feed even though I don't know who they are or friends of their friends. Right. And honestly, like it's cool, but I think it should mix it up more because before it was just random. It was whatever I think was popular, or whatever that had the most likes, trending, or whatever yeah. stuff, stuff like that. But if you look at it, there's a whole like industry for this. I don't know if you've seen this, Mike. There's an industry for like, like, and it's a, it's like mainly a girl thing, I guess. But like like fashion blogging and like oh, fashion yeah, Instagram yeah. where like girls are like, I bought this cute outfit. It's so-and-so and so-and-so and shoes by so-and-so. And they get paid to do this. Like oh, there's yeah, girls yeah. that I've, make I've like seen that stuff. tons and tons of money. And all they mm. do is like wear clothes and take pictures of it and then like yeah. rate it on their like blogs. Yeah. Again, like more power to you because that's the country we live in. We could do the same thing with this podcast. We could change it to guys clothes. Yes, but anyone, if anyone took a picture and saw what any of us were wearing right now, we would obviously... I'm wearing wouldn't. a slow like fire shirt. Thank you very much. Well, there you go. That's local super, local music right there. there. That's super cool. There um, you go. And we've got two t-shirts. We've got two Star Wars, two Star Wars t-shirts, t-shirts and a local band t-shirt. So we're on our way to Millionaires. I would agree with the teachers or educators in general, for sure. Don't want to forget the uh, utility workers. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, getting oh, getting you getting the sure. trash taken care of. Can you imagine if, the, oh, if we were? Imagine if we had to deal with the trash ourselves. Like mm-hmm. how much trash would pile up if you had to have the responsibility of hauling it yourself? Yeah, you know. And these people don't go on strike like sports players do. Oh, I think I'm actually they do. Well, city states have unions and things like that. Well, but. Okay, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. Squash. That's a whole other thing. No, no, yeah. I'd rather be corrected than... <laughs> there are teachers' unions Steve. and firefighters' unions and police unions. That was a stee. Sorry. <laughs> well, someone was going to... Mario, you just got put on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good grill sound. But, but at the same time, and a, a friend of mine always brings this up to me, which is a good point, is because of the hard work of a lot of those... You know, not just those jobs you mentioned, but mm-hmm. other types of, you know, electrical workers and sanitation workers yeah. and all the other type of um, industries and things like that. Because of the work of those, you know, a lot of those uh, industries and their unions, that has, you know, obviously given people in other industries that aren't unionized better pay and yeah. better days off and holidays and insurance and all that thing. So, I mean, that that is all tied in. And, and you could really could. I mean, like... 
it, it, it's easy for us to gloss over because we don't think about that. Like, I don't think about, like, you know, so, someone like a <laughs> someone like a machinist, you know? Like, honestly, I don't know what a machinist does, but I know they probably have a very important job because yeah. they, you know, fabricate metal for, you know, your gas tank in your car or the, mm-hmm. your air conditioning system, whatever it is. I don't even yeah. know. I'm probably wrong. But whatever they do that I can't do right. is probably vital to but isn't it funny how like the, the most vital stuff is like at the bot like it's a reverse pyramid but again so you were saying you, have, you were saying teachers and utility workers right well yeah and and again keep in mind that you know the the government you know to a point funds those things uh you could really get into the business of all of this like talking about like specifically teachers like in texas at least uh, a large part of the teacher you know is funded through what what's called i think the general fund and that usually comes from like the maintenance and operations budget and that part of that is funded through the the tax valuations of of uh, you know homeowners uh, that live in certain districts a percentage of their of their tax bill mm-hmm. goes into the education side of it and then again the the government is required to fund part of that and something something like that but anyway uh no matter how we slice it we're still talking about someone else's job to make sure that these people are paid in basically non-income generating situations. Whereas if you are Kanye West and you put out a CD and you're going to tour 80 times in an arena that sits 20,000 people and charge $150 per ticket, every single time he sells out 18,000 arenas, multiply 18,000 seat arenas times $150 a ticket. You start adding up all that money times 50, 60 tour dates that's income being completely 100% generated by us. We are paying for that. So he's not making that salary. Yeah. We're handing over our mm-hmm. post-tax money to him. Yeah. You know, And we're basically saying, here, take my money. You've provided me entertainment value or meaning or whatever and you want to per- call and it. you're putting the worth on that. Yeah. Because you spend that money. Right. So, so well, is so, that sad? <laughs> well, I mean, is it sad because the people that are spending that money are getting happiness out of it and they're going home and improving their lives. Hopefully they're, it doesn't matter who it is. I could have said Pink Floyd or, or Nine Inch Nails or whatever. It doesn't matter, you yeah. know, or go see a movie or, or whatever it is. But the point is, you know, um, those people are making that kind of money because of our population. If the United States was only the size of Ghana, <laughs> I, I don't know what the size of their country looks like. Well, let's say it's the only the size of um, a smaller population? state, like yeah. Oklahoma. Let's say the United States was the size of Oklahoma. Yeah, these celebrities and and all these musicians and stuff could never make that kind of money because the sheer numbers. Let's say our population, instead of it being three hundred and whatever million, let's say our population of our country was only ten million. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're only talking about potentially getting somewhere underneath ten million people to fund your activities and your passions and your art. So it's just that we're such a gigantic country. You can basically fund the arts in yeah. going city to city, big city, small city, mid city, and, you know, internet purchases and all this stuff. And again, if you have something that's going to appeal to the masses as far as the United States goes, you're going to make an insane amount of money. Whereas in another country, you may not be as successful unless, and then that's not including the global appeal. Now talk mm-hmm. about that same artist generating international dollars too. So yeah. Yeah. you don't have the same situation for educators and police because, you know, the city police are funded by the government, you know, whether it's city and state and federal, blah, 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 you know, it all ties into the same thing, but they have to basically design a budget that says, where do we make money from? As far as I know, the police don't have like an income generating 
business. Right. Writing you know, tickets. <laughs> yeah, but that's the point, that's right? Yeah. That's the yeah. point, yeah. you know, yeah. is... There you go. Then, then go to firefighters. Where's their income generated? They don't, you know, I mean, insurances or when they go and do a fire. I mean, they're because yeah, more than likely they're operating yeah. at a loss. Well, they're, or they're having yeah, to make well, up the difference. The point is that their budgets are created out of thin air. That's yeah. part of the whole, you know, operating budget for the United States is to say, you know, the government as a as a country, and then each state has these budgets that are basically generated out of what it takes to run these things and the gas and the basic salaries, and so you have to pay them in these median type ways. And I'm not saying I agree with it. It does suck. I agree with you. It does suck, mm-hmm. but there's no other way to, to slice it until someone yeah. mandates that we're willing to get into 15 times the national debt we currently have so that we can make sure every teacher gets a minimum hundred K salary and every firefighter gets a minimum 200 K salary. You know, maybe the doctors will say, Oh cool. They're making as much as me. Or maybe they'll say, well now I want to make 900 K instead of 250 K. Yeah. I mean, who knows? But yeah. or, all of that, you know, is tied into the way the governmental system regulates, you know, how these, you know, how the pie gets divvied up, I guess. Yeah. Or you could fix that by having Kanye West teach history <laughs> to ninth graders. Yeah. I don't know if that would work. That'd be so pretty cool. real, real quick, Ghana's population in 2012 was 25 million. And ours? Texas alone is 26 million. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. So... And Texas's yeah. GDP alone is more than Ghana's. Wow. Wow. How much is it's it? in the trillions? Actually, not the trillions. I made that up. <laughs> was, our, was our very first episode, Mario, the one you said that um, it's, has uh, been listened to quite a bit? Oh, was that the one we talked about, the gym and all that stuff? Uh, Going, huh. working out and all that? Was I that one so. of the first early ones? It was like a grab bag, yeah. Um, I'm excited that this, uh, this coming Saturday I'll be doing my very, very first ever 5k run which i've oh, never nice. done which 5k is three point shredded dude it's I can 3, 3.1 miles right um so mm, i decided i, I signed up <laughs> i signed up for it i signed up it's for it like are. um four months ago five months ago uh-huh. i signed up for it and i knew i'd have five months to start prepping for it so i decided a really great time to start training for it would be yesterday yesterday nice. so yesterday <laughs> i got on the treadmill at the gym and uh squeaked out two miles Mm-hmm. And then today I woke up and every bot- part of my body is sore, mm-hmm. killing oh, me. Man. Feels yeah. like I got beat by a truck, but I still hauled myself over there and got on today and did one mile, and then I couldn't take any more just to kind of work through the, the soreness. But mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. More than likely, I'll be last, if not one not to finish, or I'll be one of those guys in this new story that's like you know, <laughs> died. Someone died on the thing. Or but you know what's cool? Away, but you know, you know what's cool about about the five k thing? And I've only run one before, and I. You know, I didn't do well. I finished it. But, I'm probably uh, going to run walk it. It's not yeah. going to be a legit no, run. No, and, and that's honestly. what I was going to say. That's what's cool is that, like, I mean, in, in races and marathons, I mean, there's always people that are, like, competitors and they're trying to win or trying to beat their personal records and yeah. all that sort of thing. But the the vast majority of people that I know that run, like, they actually enjoy running and they do it uh-huh. for health and all that, <laughs> is most of them will say, like, yeah, like, most people, like, you just run and you just to do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like... Uh, and they'll say like, yeah, I walk sometimes, or even I do a marathon or a half marathon, I walk part of it and then I'll run it. And it's like, it's, it, it's interesting because I never thought of it that way. I always thought it was just people that are like, like yeah. hardcore. And I, you know, I, I did that one 5k and there was plenty of people walking, Yeah. you know? And then on the same to- token, there's like a kid who's like 10 years old, who's like, you know, running past everybody and, you know, probably beats half the people because he's 10 years old and you know, he can do that. It's only, you know, three miles, yeah. but, uh, yeah, it, it is interesting. And it's cool that you're doing that. Like, yeah, it's cool um, because it's. 
it's a nice little test. You know, and you know what the honest uh, inspiration was for it is that I just see it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like every single person or people around me that I know freaking runs. And mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. my whole life I've been a basketball player and that's it. For me, exercise is going to the gym and playing two to three hours of basketball drenched in sweat. And I hit my three pointers and I stay away from the inside if I can avoid it so I don't get some ridiculous injury and I try to pretend to play defense even though I really can't stop people because I have no lateral movement and and that's what my working out has been and then over the years I'll try to lift weights for a while and it doesn't take for more than two or three weeks and then it's over and the weights thing goes away or I've never really picked anything else up I've never really picked up biking although I have a bike I've never picked up um, you know any other kind of activity and running is the last thing even in mm-hmm. high school when I was in shape oh, if you could call it being in shape that? I hated running and for freshman basketball the the initial tryout it wasn't even who has basketball skill the initial tryout was at uh, at school was to they had us run up Shook Avenue and go all the way to the mansion <laughs> or whatever and just come back that yeah. was the initial I don't even think it was the tryout. it was just all right everyone that wants to try for the team you're gonna go do this run and I was like one of the last guys and I'm like my gosh, it's not even close. Like, how could someone voluntarily do cross country or yeah. or track? You know, although track I, is a, a separate thing. I really love the idea of speed running. Sprinting is fun, but like long distance running, I can't think Killing. of anything worse. You know, I Mm-mm. I try to run around the neighborhood, you know, here and there, and my shin, my left shin splint start acting up, or my right foot feels like it's on fire, or I get a <laughs> twisting pain in the lower back. I, I back get all meet, that when know. I wake up in the morning. Yeah, exactly. and I get out of bed. Exactly. I twist an ankle so, every time so I get out of bed. So where's the inspiration to make it even worse? But anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm excited to give it a shot. My cousin's going to do it with me. It's a it's a nighttime run, and um, you know it should, it should be fun, if not for just the novelty of doing it. I don't think I'll turn into Jeff and start doing like seven mile runs just for a just for yeah, warm ups. Yeah, I think of uh, what's the movie with uh, Billy Crudup, the um, uh, Prefontaine. Yeah, the Prefontaine movie where <laughs> him and um, Jeremy Sisto are like, "Hey, want to go do an easy 10? And they're talking about yeah. ten miles. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah right, without man. limits, right? Without, without limits. limits. Yeah, yeah. which is a, the Jared Leto one. Which is a great, a great movie. It is a great movie. Um, I would say without limits, I like way more. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but anyway, um, which cousin, uh, Anthony or? Uh, my cousin Denise, who is oh, okay, a cool. highly tuned yeah, athlete. Yeah, I was going to say. She's a highly tuned, tuned athlete, and she's an assistant uh, softball coach uh, for university. So, um, of course, naturally, she'll have to tolerate. You know, Either she can stay with me and suffer going snail pace. Maybe she'll carry you. Or she can carry I'm, me. That was what I was going to say. Or she'll just, <laughs> finish, sure she'll just finish and say, uh, <laughs> get there whenever you get there. Yeah. And, uh, I'll come back with the car. <laughs> right. But uh, my goal. Like, is, she goes, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just do a. You know, I'll just do a 10K. That way right. I can come back and get <laughs> like, I, I reach the end. I'm going to go watch a movie, and then I'll come back and pick yeah. you up when you're done. <laughs> so it should be fun, but, oh, uh, cool, man. you know, yeah. it'll – since I started training for it yesterday, and it's this Saturday, I'll try to see if I can force myself for one mm-hmm. week at least to be a gym head and be in there yeah. each week. I've also tried to do a little bit of swimming good. just to add some lung capacity. So we'll see mm-hmm. if That's we'll see if any good. of that goes well. Sweet. It's, it's funny you but, bring that up. I, I this, this last week, I actually went to the gym three times. Nice. And I haven't did gone you, to the did you did you stay or did you just take a peek? <laughs> no, I stayed. Like I actually got on the bike. I got on the bike and nice. I rode. Nice. So, um yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, what's too, good? I'm you hoping. Don't, uh, so, so, and, and I and I'm training too. I'm training not to die. That's pretty much what I'm trying to do is oh, stay alive. Way. I mean, that means he's a survivalist, is right? What no, no. I'm, right. I'm meaning I'm meaning I'm, I'm meaning I'm pretty out of shape. Like we live on the third floor. Uh, in the third floor apartment, and that every time I go up the stairs, I'm almost dead. By the time I get to the door, 
Mm-hmm. We get in, and Sarah's like, oh, can you help me with the groceries? And I'm like, uh. You need P90X3 Extreme. extreme insanity. Extreme, it's, it's funny. Extreme, I actually downloaded extreme. that. Why? Insanity. Why? Torrented. For people, yeah, insanity. For, for people at work, because they because we were doing the whole <laughs> thing. What? You downloaded it and distributed it, not just for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> you would go to jail for other people to to not use insanity. I'm still even lives here. Huh? I'm saving lives. Yeah, but they're people are dying. Large. You're like you're gonna go to prison <laughs> for like ten years for copyright infringement, intellectual property theft, and then you're gonna be like, but you won't oh, let a- you won't let us play a one pop song on the podcast. Oh, you wouldn't let me do the. Oh, well, this is a little bit different. Yeah, the duet couldn't do the duet, man. From Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yeah, God, you can't even say the name. Oh, <laughs> oh, dude, Save Saved by did, the Buzz. You did you did the but, other day. You did you uh, did for the other show. But uh, but uh, yeah. So he's gonna be in prison. He's gonna be like talking to like you know his wife on the phone. He's like, "What? Well, this is all worth it." And she'd be like, "Why?" Because oh, cause all my my coworkers are alive. They're all in good shape. And she'd be like, "No, they never even used it because no one ever uses that stuff. They, they just used buy it for like a week and and then they get hurt. No, you and know they what don't I did again? I watched some of it. And I'm like after you like watched it. Yeah, what pervert? That's a pervert. What? If you watch workout videos and not work out. I, no, I was like, how feasible is this? <laughs> Did you install a pull-up bar in your house? Some, no. In some ridiculously impossible place no. where you can't find your... Sh- your uh, What's it called? The the, the things pool. in the walls? The, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The like, studs. 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 Thank yeah. you. I was going to say struts. Studs. Those aren't <laughs> pull-up bars. Those are, those are hangers. <laughs> in, your, in your pants for tomorrow on those Or things. they're asphyxiation devices to tie your arms to. Auto erotica. Too soon, Kill Bill. All right. Uh, well, that's uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. Think, so. I think we're good because uh, just to, just just for complete uh, honesty, guys, we're, we're that uh, conspiracy oh. episode that took like a huge chunk of time, like really wound down a lot of our uh, hosting. So you're getting shorter episodes. So give us at money least for the if rest you want more four-hour episodes. Boo. Yeah, and Suck you can money. do that by visiting two ten localmusic dot com slash audible and get a free. Audio down, down, audiobook download and a free 30-day trial, and we get 15 bucks. You're good. And Ooh. then you can quit. Chillin'. After you download your book, and Snake oil. you can quit, and we'll still get the money, and you won't get charged anything. But you do have to have an Amazon.com account or whatever. It has to be hooked up, of course, to a card or whatever. That way, at the end of it, it'll charge you if you're forgetting. So you just so have to forget. be sure that you give some Russian gang your credit card information. <laughs> or a Nigerian <laughs> prince. <laughs> I am a Nigerian prince. Awesome. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys, and uh, hopefully we'll catch you on another short episode uh, next week. Take care. See you next time.